What's up, guys? Here with you with FC Wonder Kid episode 64. Here with my guy, Bredson. How are you? I'm, I'm doing amazing. I mean, things are heating up once again. This transfer market is impossible, <laughs> impossible to keep up with. I know you did your best last week, but once again, we have a few more surprises for episode 64. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing good, we should get yes. kicking. Yes, and All please, right. people, do not forget to like this video, episode 64. It's a weekly podcast, and we want to see the community, community going bold on this one. So support us and like this video. Thank you. And yes, let's get to it with, let's start with the Prem, with Man United. And you said yeah. predictions, and I did say Lisandro Martinez to Man United. And that seemed to yeah. have gone through, and I'm really happy about that. Eric Ten Hag, okay. getting a player that he's familiar with, Lisandro Martinez, a left-footed centre-back, that ball-playing capability, that's the best thing yeah. that he will bring, and United need that, desperately, yeah. in my opinion. So, Lisandro, very good signing. So, that's, that's yeah. how I got to start. <laughs> Yeah, well, L Lisandro, uh, what is it, 57 million euros up front, mm -hmm. potential to go up to something like 64, so Ajax is, like, rolling. <laughs> They're just rolling in the money right now. I I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that they bought Lisandro for 7 million euros only three or four seasons ago, so um, that is just a ridiculous profit on Ajax, and the funny thing is, I don't know what they're going to spend it on, but we'll get to that later. We'll yes. get to that later on Ajax. On Manchester United front, you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I, I'm going to say it right now, though. Mm. I'm going to say it right now. I don't know if Lisandro comes in and it's like immediately Varane and Lisandro. Mm. I think it's going to be it's going to be Maguire and <laughs> Varane, and now they've paid at least to start 57 million euros for a center back that is likely going to be more cover what? to start. No, 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 no. Lisandro starts. Can... Ah, what? Just... It's disrespectful for Lisandro. Like, I know Maguire captain, this, that, and the other thing, but change right. tactics, do whatever. You pay 57 million for a center back, you got to start him. Like, I got, I I got problems with Eric Den Hag if that's the case. Like, what? Well, I, I, I hear you, but over who? <laughs> Who's he start over? Well, I'm not going to say Varane, because Varane for me is the best out of the three, but definitely right. Maguire. Definitely Maguire. Like, but has he, even yanked, has he even yanked the captaincy for Maguire yet? But, hey, I, I think that's something that will happen, but... Uh, okay, yeah. all right. It is, it is early days. It was just announced. I know we've all been on it. You've been on Lisandro for I... the last week, week or two since mm -hmm. it started uh, rolling in, and there's no, there's no doubt. There is absolutely no doubt that one of the largest problems for sit for I almost said City <laughs> for United last season was mm -hmm. obviously that that spine that spine was just not consistent. Maguire obviously a uh, pretty horrendous season to the point where he feels mm -hmm. snake bitten. I know uh, there was an interview with Scott McTominay the other day where he literally said, "I am so down in the dumps." Uh, I don't think he used that particular phrase, mm. but he's so down on what happened last season that he is just so immensely ready to hopefully turn it around. He has but to. I, he has I, to. Yeah, yeah, he, he has to. And and it really comes down to the fact that you can't keep using – there hasn't been the clear out that mm -hmm. we've been expecting just yet, you know. Mm. And to be honest, United played United played the other day, and Eric Bailly, if he remains healthy, he always looks like a guy that can actually, uh, you know, participate in this resurrection of United – 
Um, but good show. That's a good show. But it that, is. That's and, a good show. And yeah. what do you got to say about the preseason? I'm going to shout out a youngster that I feel like he mm -hmm. will get minutes this season. And because of the preseason, he's showing it at Man United. It's Zidane Iqbal. Zidane Iqbal, okay? I am loving okay. the elegance on ball of this kid. And he looks mm -hmm. confident that he will stay in the Man United roster. And he's got to be yeah. with that talent. So those, those types of players playing minutes, Elanga, yeah. and... On transfers with United, I just got to say this. United yeah. spent, until now, £70 million with Eriksen, Malasia, and Alessandro uh, Martinez. Those three right. players for £70 million, it's not that bad. Considering they've signed in the past for 85 Maguire, okay? In my opinion, Eric Ten Hag is doing great business at his start with Man United. And I remember stating in a couple of podcasts before, I didn't uh -huh. think a Frankie de Jong of Ford's 80 million would be the best start for a legacy of Man United. I feel like an Eriksen, Martinez and Malasia gives guarantees that Eric Ten Hag wants. He doesn't want mistakes right at the start. Mm -hmm. And Malasia showed it against Liverpool. He's a player that you put that ball at the left, he will get that and he will not be the guy to commit a mistake that leads to goal. He gives what yeah. I said, again, guarantees and consistency. Malasia. So that's what I'm liking. That's This is the positive and the style of play. The, for the first time in a long time, I see pressure. High pressure. High pressure. And it for United, like working off ball was a problem before. Okay? Ronaldo's 37. And he was one of the players that ran the most in that field for Man United last season so that was a problem clearly and now in the preseason you see sancho you see elanga right. you see everyone moving collectively pressing something that i had never seen in a long time yeah. at man united uh, so eric uh, ten hag little by little it's a little by little process so yeah, yeah. and and, and a, you got to add a rashford in there that looks beefed up looks mm, ready to go yes and uh we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens but i'll tell you Martial what ronaldo too. ran Supposedly. Yeah, Martial, hey, we'll see. Mm -hmm. But like Ronaldo, Ronaldo last season, he may have ran a lot. He may have run all around, but he certainly wasn't effective in Twi terms of... Oh, come on. In, in, hey, I'm not hey. talking about goals here. I'm talking about on the pressure side of things. He was not effective at he all. Was he was the not the reason why United would lose games. He was not. I, I, hey, you're jumping to conclusions. Ronaldo wasn't saying, the reason why. Hold on, hold on. You're jumping to conclusions that I'm saying he's the reason they lost games. I did not say that at all. Indirectly. I said he, <laughs> I said he was. No, that's that's you having a little bit of that Portuguese bias there, understandably. Mm. Um, Ronaldo, Ronaldo is not. He's 37 years old. He should not be the the center of your pressure play, um, and he should not be. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he isn't um, compatible moving forward. Uh, long term, we don't even know because he's not even part of this squad. It's still a decision. Yeah. Still, okay. Well, if it's you ask Ten Hag, if you ask Ten Hag, I feel oh, like yeah, he disagree with all all you said yeah. there. So well, it's well, no, uh, no. I don't know if he disagrees with me saying that he was very unsuccessful in the pressuring he did. What? That's I all feel I said. I That's literally like... all I said. I didn't say that he was responsible for a loss like Harry Maguire was. Mm. I'm saying that Cristiano Ronaldo, if you're going to ask for that high pressure play that you are saying right now you like seeing, he, he that will you do like that. seeing, he will do Ronaldo, that. he'll do it, but he won't be successful. I disagree. Okay? I disagree. I don't. Because last okay. season, he showed it. He showed it. 
Last season, they he literally showed last it. Season. No, he but he ran around. He ran around and had nothing to show for it. So, if, right? in when, terms of like football IQ in game, so Ronaldo right. can't press now. You're saying you're, that now? Now you're saying that he can't press. Period. I'm saying that he wasn't effective at pressing. That's very different than not being able to press at all. I disagree. I'm saying so. he's not very good at it, and you can find somebody better with a longer time horizon. Uh, at at that that front position, mm. and I think Ronaldo as well. We'll see what happens. With we'll Ronaldo, see. We'll but, see what happens. But, but tell us down below, but, but, people. Do you think Ronaldo doesn't press? Yeah. Is he the problem? Putting the press, defend, defending. Is Ronaldo the problem, basically, for Eric Ten Hag if he stays moving forward? Tell us your opinions. And yes, do you, is there any player do you feel like that's going to come to United? Anything on United uh. front? I mean, as of right now, De Jong is still up in the air. That's not that's not done necessarily. <laughs> but I did see, based on what Fabrizio Romano was saying, mm-hmm. uh, that there were personal terms that there was some push forward uh, for De Jong potentially to accept the move. Mm. Uh, but it's nowhere. It's not close to the end um, just yet. I, I don't think we spent enough time on the fact that Christian Eriksen, mm. um, in talking with Ten Hag. Uh, does believe in this uh, project, true, okay? True. I, I do want to say I feel a little hard done um, if I'm Brentford, um, mm. but <laughs> hey, what what can you do there? It's a three-year deal at United. Ericsson mm-hmm. obviously always wanted to get back to um, a club that maybe was a little more like the, uh, the, the Inter Milan or the um, Tottenham of old that true. he was uh, starring for. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable, but you got to feel a little bit for Brentford because Brentford immediately, not Oops. that there was a, there were risks involved. They were the ones that got him back on the pitch, got him front and center, got him playing, maybe not to his absolute best, but pretty dang close up there and looking good again to where he could land this deal uh, with United. So while I love seeing Erickson taking that next step again, uh, as part of his recovery, um, at, you know, he's only 30 years old. I, I let's give a little bit of a, a clapperoo um, to Brentford and that risk that they took, because True. I don't know who else would have done it. So and, that's it. And, and I'm, it, I'm not saying I just have to, you mm-hmm. know, before I get killed in the comments about Ronaldo here. Okay. People I'm will not agree with you. Don't worry. But like, I'm sure they'll agree with me. But what I'm saying is he's not solely responsible for losses, right? I am saying that at 37, and he's only getting older, and he's he's clear, currently a little bit wishy-washy um, in terms of, obviously, there are other things going on personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think if you're going to go high press, as you mentioned, you saw progress in in their friendly relatively recently. They're mm-hmm. two friendlies. Um, he might not. He's not the best person to have up there. He's just not. Okay, it doesn't mean he's not, not somewhat best, effective. But like, come no. on, he's good enough. Yeah. He's better than anything they can get for the same price, or much, much, much ex- more expensive. So, yeah. I feel one like- last shout out. Mm-hmm. One last shout out. I'm sorry, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but you did mention Zidane Iqbal. Yes, right. Great, great, great shout. Um, I, I don't know if this. I don't know if it's going to lead to Hannibal Mejbri getting a loan out or what the deal is, but he has looked miles mm-hmm. ahead of some of the other academy products that has been seen there the other one you might want to mention is charlie savage charlie mm-hmm. savage has looked pretty phenomenal on the ball as well has dropped some passes uh out there so much so that his his dad mm-hmm. robbie savage right mm-hmm. his dad was getting uh deadpanned on twitter basically saying 
I don't know who your dad is, right, Charlie Savage. I don't know who your dad is because there's no way your dad was ever able to deliver a pass <laughs> like that. So it's good on uh, good on Robbie. Uh, Robbie, it's Charlie. good on Charlie Savage uh, for seeing that. And hey, United, there's a little promise here. Um, I, to be honest, now you've got what five center backs, four center backs. I mean, somebody's got to leave. Uh-huh. Jones, um, definitely, definitely. Jones. Well, Jones, Jones is probably going to DC United. What um, to join Wayne Rooney? That's my guess. <laughs> What a, he'll be assistant coach afterwards, though. Like that's yeah, the maybe. type of that's a, like that's a good shout. Like what? Like that? That's yeah. I didn't know that one. Joe, that's I like that move for Phil Jones. That is the right move. Next. Go to the MLS, yeah. Wayne Rooney, climatize to you with a new league, and yeah, I like that one. And yes, yeah. with Erickson, I just want to say too, very true, Bretson, that he made a decision between like I think it was Brentford. Tottenham to and United and he chose United so he believes more in Eric Ten Hag at United for himself Eriksen than a Conte with Tottenham that I feel like they will be extremely successful next year but that is another debate but I want to go to the other side of London the blue side of London first and Chelsea I gotta say my guy Todd Boyley is going bold in this transfer market and he signed Chelsea signed two players that, in my opinion, was a phenomenal business by Chelsea because they got Kolobali and Sterling for less than 70, uh, no, they, less than 85 million. And that is the money of Harry Maguire. And they got a better center back and they got an English national team. Best, one of the best players, Sterling. Well, so for the we, same we, amount. <laughs> so sporting director. First- yeah, we got to first shout out to Senegal because Senegal is going to be a big reason oui. uh, why Chelsea is either successful or unsuccessful this season. Because now oh, deep yes. in your spine, you've got Edouard Mendy at mm-hmm. the back and you've got right in center back, uh, center back uh, Kaladu Koulibaly, um, who started so ridiculously hot last season for Napoli. Mm-hmm. I mean, so hot. Like he was one of the studs. I remember we were talking about him pretty much weekly mm-hmm. at how good he looked that first part of that Serie A season. Yeah. Uh, and Napoli as a whole kind of fizzled off um, as the season went on. But Koulibaly, I mean, he, he's world-class. Mm-hmm. He's world-class. He's he's always been one of their best players. Um, and mm-hmm. I, it's it's amazing to me um, that, yeah, Todd Boyley just went in there and got <laughs> it done. And it's I mean, exciting. It's exciting for Chelsea fans. And the problem was the centre-backs – no more. You got Kolobali fixes the Rudiger departure. And to I see the news about Kim Pembe. And Chelsea might line up next season with. Come on. Uh, you might line up next season with Kim Pembe, Tiag Silva, Kolobali, and Edward Mendy. This is ridiculous, okay? And it's much better than last season. So Thomas Tuchel is doing bits and about Chelsea. I got to yeah. say this too. I am a big admirer. And I said Levi Colville, the Levi Colville. Mm-hmm. But even Shaloba, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the academy, the players will not play as it seems if Kimpembe comes. So I want to see where they go. Levi Colville deserves to play in the Premier League as a starter. And I'm yeah. really curious to see where he goes next. And my last shot with Chelsea is what's going to yeah. be. What's who's who's gonna be next season? Mason Mount and Reese James. Are we gonna see the same players as last season, or are we gonna see a step up? Because if Chelsea goes into the uh, uh, goes ahead of City 
or Liverpool, it's with a Reese James going another notch and Mason Mount going even bolder because Mount has to be in the discussion uh, with a Kevin De Bruyne. And that's that ain't easy. That ain't easy. No, so that's no. my big question that I have for Chelsea. But the signings at the back, Mason yeah. Mount will not will not need to worry. Will not need to no. worry. So yeah. no, no, and 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 yeah. I mean, you you covered a lot there. So I want to go back <laughs> over that that yes. center back depth mm-hmm. in a second. But let let's start with the recency here. You've got Mason Mount who looked great uh, in that mm-hmm. Club America friendly last night. It was way too late for you unless you were up at 3 a.m. Great goal. Uh, I saw the goal. But yeah, he had, a, he had a great goal. But then it's funny you mentioned Reese James because obviously mm-hmm. this is not characteristic of Reese James, but he did basically pass the ball into his own net. Right? <laughs> I saw that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we know that that's not Reese James and we shouldn't be like drawing any scored. conclusions off of that. They but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up that it was funny that Mason Mount and Reese James that you brought them up. And then last night I did watch some of that game or over the weekend I watched some of that game. So, mm-hmm. uh, but let's go back to that Levi Colville because you're absolutely right. This time around, Levi Colville, uh, mm-hmm. who was great for Huddersfield Town last year, uh, he needs to be in the Prem and. I- you know, I'm looking all across the board right now, and you know the one. Pre- mm-hmm. There's a couple Premier League clubs that would be in the running here that would be great for him, uh, but the one club that really hasn't made uh, too many <laughs> changes. Well, yeah, Southampton did bring in recently a center back, right? I'm mm. forgetting who it is. But I like um, to see Tino Livramento, Saliso, Bazoo. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and and um, so Southampton could be a place because they are in oh, fact Brighton. Academy Raiders. Brighton would be a phenomenal place for him to go, one. Mm-hmm. And the other place is Fulham. Okay, Fulham oh. is pretty pretty skinny. I like, like Pretty it. skinny. You, you stay in London. Yes. In fact, you're like, the, the, the stadiums are like a mile away from each other. <laughs> okay, you stay in London. And uh, you get, he, he's going to work with Tosin Adarabayu. I can't say his last name. You're going to work with um, some of these these Palinia. players. Like they need they need somebody. Palinia right up the spine. Um, so Fulham would be a pretty good shot because he'd be in the thick I of like it. Them. I mean, he'd be in the thick of it, but he'd be where he knows. He'd be you know right down the street from Stamford Bridge. Mm-hmm. So I uh, you know, but you're absolutely right. He's got to stay in the prem. Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to go out of it. And uh, Chalaba, I think, is going to be the odd man out, and that he's covered. Yeah. I think he sticks around. It's he's covered. Tough. Um, tough. And you go from there. And Aspilicueta hasn't left yet. Well, he will. <laughs> he will. He yeah, will. I think he will too. But man, I've seen footage coming out of like Chelsea's training and all that stuff. And the, the guy looks either really happy that he's leaving or he's really happy that he's staying. I don't know which one it is. He's happy being there, I'd say. Paul, Aspi yeah. is for me an underrated Chelsea legend. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I, I love how you mentioned Aspi. And I'm going to mention two players here. That for me, it's a doubt. It's a doubt, just like Levi Colville. I want to say to Chelsea fans, say down below your thoughts about all this Chelsea situation. Because these are yeah. another two players that I don't know what will happen. And that is Armand Broja. I see a, a bit of West Ham that is going to get yeah. done. So for me, that is an extre- a big loss for Chelsea. Because where's the strikers? I'd say right. Pedro said, go get... Tommy Abraham again. I like that shout. So, Edmund Brogia for me. <laughs> Just stay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But West Ham, okay. And the other player is Connor Gallagher. Like, he convinced everyone at Crystal Palace. But is he going to stay at Chelsea? What role is he going to play? Is he going to be a replacement in Mason Mount? I don't know yeah. if he will start. So, for Connor Gallagher, I don't know. I feel like maybe alone or he has to go. 
So that is another question mark I have with Chelsea. Well, I mean, I can pile on question marks there because mm-hmm. Billy Gilmore is another name you haven't oh, mentioned. I mean, going, that, that going, guy going. is that just high ceiling going. that we all thought. And his his loan, and I actually blame Chelsea for this. Mm. His loan to Norwich City just did no not sense. pan out. It yep. just did not pan out. And Norwich just got to the point where they were so deep in a hole that literally everybody on that team had nothing to play for. Um, and Billy Gilmore included – um, and he also had a tough injury uh, mid-game, uh, mid-game, mid-season. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I mean, I think Connor Gallagher, though, is the guy that we saw. He was an engine. He was an engine for Fuck. Crystal Palace, and he was their best moment. Uh, you put up, you know, 10 of the best moments for Crystal Palace last <laughs> season. Connor Gallagher's like half of them. That's okay? it, nine. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Um, but Armando Broja, I yes. mean, it comes down to – uh, thir- if you can get $35 million, which for some reason is the quoted number that's – Striker there, uh, from West Ham for a striker that has what nine Premier League goals to his name mm-hmm. uh, at Southampton last season before mm-hmm. he kind of fizzled out near and, the end of the year. And we'll play for Albania. He, you will always play as a striker we'll play, for yeah. Albania. Yeah, I mean you do it, but it almost feels like if you're going to spend thirty-five million on Brogia, it feels like for West Ham it's another Sebastian Holler. Do we actually even know if he fits I like in, our, in our mold? I, lo- I love that I transfer know. for West Ham. I- I'm going to say, yeah. I-, I feel like West Ham went both the right way. So put down okay. below, people. Do you believe Armand Brogia? T- if that happens, okay? For me, if just stay. Happens. Just stay. Just right. stay. So I want to say that too. So yeah, put down below all about Chelsea, your thoughts. And now Arsenal. Yeah. I want to mention and Arsenal yes. because as it seems, Arteta steals another player for Man City. Gabriel Zouch, and now Zinchenko, okay, that I got to say, <laughs> I absolutely love this move for Arsenal. I was surprised that they yeah. managed to get Zinchenko, and this shows that he really believes in Arteta Zinchenko. He must believe yeah. in the project, and another reason why Arsenal fans will go crazy with Gabriel Zouch too going bold too in preseason. I see three goals in two games, okay, that is good indicators, but... Yes, yeah. the Zinchenko move gives guarantees at fullback that yeah. Arsenal needs and at midfield, okay? that That's a big doubt always what's going to happen in midfield. But I think if Shaka plays, yeah. I think Zinchenko can be better. I think Zinchenko can be better, in my opinion, well, than Shaka. At the, so, at, the very, at the very least, we know that some of Arsenal's worst moments last year um, came mm. when Shaka was in a period of inconsistency, mm-hmm. right? Which is one of his... Kind of, I don't know when when discipline starts to get the best of them and True. whatever you start to actually lose that midfield. Uh, Partey was out uh, for large portions of the year and might be again this coming season. Tomoyasu. You never know. That was a big... uh, yeah, Tomoyasu was a big hit. Uh, also in the midfield, Lokanga hasn't obviously kind of blossomed as mm-hmm. much as they would like him to. Uh, and then you have you have Nuno Tavares and you have you have uh, Kieran Tierney ah. that have had just injury riddled. Well, Tierney has had injury-riddled seasons, so the Zinchenko move on the paper on paper mm-hmm. makes one hundred percent correct. I'm or one hundred percent sense, mm-hmm. and I'm with you. I mean, the guy is what you call a Swiss Army knife, right? He can mm-hmm. do a lot of things. He was not a left back when he was signed by mm-hmm. Pep for City, um, but he became one because he basically said, "This is my." clearest pathway to getting on the pitch for Manchester City um and he forced his way on there he's he's great he's solid he's improved so much mm-hmm. he's been in pressure situations it's a, Arteta knows him it's exactly the kind of signing you want 
mm-hmm. um, when it comes down to it, even if you start to look at it and say, okay, they've signed Gabriel Jesus and they've <laughs> signed Zinchenko, they're basically buying all the fringe players of Manchester City. But guess mm. what? It makes sense. It makes sense. These guys, Jesus and Zinchenko, have chips on their shoulder. They True. want to prove that they start day in, day out, Fuck. ready to go, that they're main men, but they can also take the back seat if somebody else is playing better uh, for a period of time, and mm-hmm. they can act in that versatile role. You yes. know, Jesus on the wing, Jesus up top. It, it really makes a whole lot of sense, and I'm very, very happy that Arteta is willing to spend this amount of money mm-hmm. because when I first saw these these projected transfers, I recoiled. I was like, oh, you're buying from, you're buying from City. <laughs> Yes. You're buying from a Premier League team. There's a tax involved. There's, mm. but then the more you thought about it, it makes complete he, sense. So he takes a lot of boxes. Takes a lot of boxes, Zinchenko. And like another thing on Arsenal, I just want to say too. Biggest doubt yeah. too is how good next season will Saka be. Willow Mill Smith Roby and William Saliba. Because if it's right. the William Saliba we saw in Liga. We're talking here one of the best centre-backs in the Premier League next season. So if Arsenal get the top four, we need answers on these youngsters. And Martinelli too. Shout out to Martinelli. Will he be injured a lot of the season? We cannot see that happening. If Arsenal are going to beat a team like Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool and City. The big boys. So... Yeah, I just got to yeah. say, too, on Arsenal. And Fabio Vieira. Fabio Vieira, do not forget the name. He will go bold, no. okay? He will go bold. Yeah. So. Well, a fun a fun thing I saw in the friendly results uh, for mm-hmm. Arsenal. They're in Baltimore right now, and they spanked Everton the other day. Um, <laughs> but I, I loved it when Gabriel Jesus scored, mm-hmm. right? He ran over. He did his little cell phone thing. And then he goes like this. He goes, <laughs> and he points over to the bench, and it's because Eddie and Ketia has co-opted that. He, oh. he he does this when he scores as well. So oh. he was calling Eddie Eddie and Ketia on the on the bench. And like that's the type of camaraderie you want to see. You want to see these guys all buying in. Eddie oh. and Ketia, we all thought he was one foot out the door. Well, and true. this this guy has already built this um extension. Uh, this camaraderie, <laughs> right? Yeah, this camaraderie with Gabriel Jesus and that's exactly what you want to see. That is uh, true. But I do I do have to say there is a little bit of, of a worry for me mm. at that left back position because if Zinchenko takes it over, uh, we know Nuno Tavares is probably go. out the door, He's going. right? But mm-hmm. but you have to have a healthy Kieran Tierney <laughs> for any of this to work. And Kieran Tierney, he had one point, right, on all mm-hmm. the Arsenal message boards was being kind of touted as maybe this guy that sometime down the road could have the captaincy. Mm. Right, he could be a guy he that he exuded leadership, could. he exuded consistency, but these injuries have just derailed him to the point where they're going to spend thirty-five million plus on Zinchenko, bring him in at twenty-five years old. Mm-hmm. Kieran Tierney might might not be an Arsenal starter uh, for the foreseeable future. Well, if Zinchenko does give the guarantees, and that's what Arteta wants with a player like him, yeah. and that's why he spends the money he does because he knows him and he knows what he will bring. Arsenal, and I agree yeah. with you about Nuntavajpa. I did warn the world about this one. And yeah, Nunt- yeah it's like Nuntavajpa and Nunminch, different players completely. And Nuntavajpa, yeah. I like the move that I see reportedly for Olympique de Marseille, just like Endosi and Saliba, went well for Arsenal players, 
I believe for Tavaj, it would go well too. And he would learn a ton of defensively positioning. Liga is not as fast as the Prem. It's not as physical. So he would have the time to learn and improve. And at Marseille, Olympique Marseille, they would give him the time that he needs. So, yeah, I wanted to say that with Nuntavaj. <laughs> so there, there's this uh, there's this thing that's developing. Mm. Uh, Mikel Arteta and Arsenal buys Manchester City's uh, fringe players. Mm-hmm. And then Marseille, Marseille <laughs> buys Arsenal's fringe players. Well, uh, because they Mendozzi. obviously just... Yeah, yeah they just fringe. got Mendozzi. Uh, and they obviously had Saliba. And they would have loved to have held on to Saliba. Uh, but they didn't get the chance. And if they take Nuno Tav- uh, Tavares as well, mm-hmm. that's that's good business for Marseille. I just thought, thought that was funny. But, hey, this is a great segue. This mm-hmm. is a great segue because I'm sitting here going, okay, you've got Zinchenko probably going to, to London, to mm-hmm. Arsenal, to the Emirates. You've got, uh, obviously, Gabriel Jesus has already made the move. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got Fernandinho out the door uh, for City. Um, so... Uh, you got Raheem Sterling also mm-hmm. going to London, right, to Chelsea. Uh, am I wrong in that Manchester City actually has a depth crisis? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're uh, wrong. In my opinion, you're who's wrong. Who's their left back? Who's their left back? <laughs> well, they will get another left back. I think Kukurel is going to come. But, and, yeah, and about the, the forwards, about the forwards, though, which is Susan Sterling, Haaland and, Juli- and Julian Alvarez, and on yeah. the other player, Cole Palmer, man. Again, I am going to put my chips on the table on Cole Palmer. I believe he will start to be the youngster that will be a starter or a start starting a couple of matches for Man City next season that will give minutes to all the squad. That Right now, it's a problem. I agree. But I believe Cole Palmer will step into those boots. For me, if Silva, if Bernard Silva leaves City... Then we're talking about here, in, in my opinion, of a death problem. And I believe City will resolve it. FC Wonder, we said it here first. Rafael Leon going to Man City. If Bernard Silva goes to Barca, there's a lot of assurities that the, a deal between Man City and AC Milan for Rafael Leon will happen. So, yes, um, I can... Yeah. Oh, Barca. Yeah. Oh, Barca. <laughs> uh, but first, first on City. Yes. First on City. Yes, yes. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's still three weeks left until the beginning of the Premier League mm-hmm. season. Uh, although the Community Shield is the week before that, but nobody. <laughs> True. Our charity, yeah. the Charity Shield, whatever it is. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, Cucurella is obviously the biggest transfer target right now mm-hmm. at left back. Uh, because otherwise, it's Cancelo at left back the whole season. Or... No. Or, and I actually am kind of excited about this. <laughs> I doubt it's going to happen. Uh, they actually dip into their academy and give Josh Wilson Esbrand, who he's somewhat high on, or Juan Larios, uh, an 18-year-old Spanish left back, mm. uh, a little bit of time, um, or at least some depth uh, mm. behind Cancelo. Because the only other left back you have that's essentially you know contracted by City or still Whoa. somewhat on the roster mm-hmm. is Benjamin Mendy. And uh, we all know what's going on with him. Or, or we, we care. We have to, to discard him. You know, yeah, it's, reflect it, on that. it's exactly. not an option, yeah. Unfortunately for so, Man City. And the, ma- the amount of money. But what's crazy to me is like Man City, they don't need this money. <laughs> they, they don't need this money. So it's like, why are we getting rid of like, these are massively key depth pieces. Whoa. That mm-hmm. that Pep is, this is, a, this is higher turnover 
than I'm used to for a pep squad because we haven't even had the incoming beyond Holland, who is a little bit injury prone. Mm-hmm. Let's remember, and and Juan Alvarez, who has not necessarily played uh, as high of a level um, mm-hmm. right now. And, and Calvin Phillips, just, like Calvin just, Phillips, and, well, too. Calvin Phillips is yeah, and Calvin Phillips like, was great for Leeds. Three. It's like. And Ortega, yeah. like, if you see, like, Man City's business this season, like, you wouldn't say they were the champions. Like, they are staying. They want to be the best and stay the best Man City. And, yeah, spending the amount that they did, I, I feel like it for. So, Stefan Ortega, Haaland, Julian Alvarez, and Calvin Phillips. They spend, like, 120 million and 130. Come on, man. Elite business once again. Showing to the world, this is what you do. This is what you do. Fogo. And yeah, Cole Palmer. Yeah, like, and the academy. And the academy of Man City is doing bits. Is doing well, bits. Well, I know. I, how well, much is as, Foden? As a moneymaker. As a moneymaker. Money but how much is Foden? They, how much is a player of, like Foden? Like legitimately. Uh, that, is, uh, that pays the academy. That pays the Man City Academy. So for me, the turnover is more than great. So, <laughs> and Cole but, but Palmer. Here's man, the thing. Too, I really here's the thing. It. Why do they need why do they need the turnover? Right? If Pep has two more years, three more years in the Premier League. So when you're literally you're literally one or two pieces away. Yeah, but but you're you're one or two pieces, not five pieces away mm-hmm. from winning the Champions League. Uh and maybe you need a little bit of a different tact. But who they, they do were they need? they're shipping they were shipping off Ake. They're shipping off all of their depth he'll essentially. I think you'll so they're riding they're riding. They, he, he has to almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're literally riding uh, De Bruyne as an infallible piece, yeah. not getting injured for the whole season. They're riding Grealish uh, having some sort of a step-up season after he has failed but, to essentially meet his 100 million pound uh, move to City. So what I'm saying is, is he's really messing in my mind. No. He's messing with an equation that is literally 99% complete. But, they just need to get that other 1%. And I, there's a lot more incoming that needs to come in to make this team mm-hmm. Champions League winnable. I, I can almost agree with you, but only one name that you said. Like, if it was Bernard Silva instead of De Bruyne, I'd agree. But if De Bruyne gets injured for Man City, they don't win any Champions League. Just like if Benzema would get injured for Real Madrid, they wouldn't right. even be passed like uh, anyone, okay? Even PSG. So there's there's certain players that are they're untouchable, and De Bruyne for me is that guy. But yeah, they need to yeah. keep these other pieces, man. Hockey too. I believe they they did take a step back, and they, a lot of, there's a lot of news that it was more of a Nathan Hockey doubt. So yeah. I believe, like, come on, stay, please, <laughs> stay. I think I, you know. So that that would be the best decision for Nathan Hockey, for in yeah, my opinion. And, and, and I, and I got to go back. I think I said Juan Alvarez. I'm an idiot. It's not Juan. It's Julian Alvarez. Julian. Uh, if I, if oh, I said that previous, you, you love previously. Julian. I don't know why. I, know, I love him. And I don't know why I said Juan Alvarez. Ah, yeah. But I, I do have to say, and I, you know, I'm going a little bit mm-hmm. in circles here. And I want to make sure that I state it properly for TikTok, mm. but also for YouTube. I need people to understand. Uh, and I got to ask the question. Mm. Is Pep Guardiola messing too much with the personnel in, in pursuit of of something that he really isn't that far away from getting, and that's the Champions League, right? He's got to do it. The, Raheem Sterling was a massive piece of City's success over the last few years. There is no guarantee that Julian Alvarez is an upgrade 
to Gabriel Jesus or or Raheem Sterling mm-hmm. when all is said and done. Five years from now, maybe. Mm-hmm. But in the first season, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Holland, obviously, I, mm-hmm. you do that. You do that deal every year in your sleep. Sixty million for a guy as injury prone as he is. If he scores thirty five goals in 20, 20 games that he plays for you, mm-hmm. you just better make sure that one of those is the Champions League final. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm simply saying is, it, you know, in looking at it, it feels like Manchester City is messing too much Taking a risk. with True. a roster a at, in order to just get an incremental step that is not too far away. So and I'll, even, I'll rest it there. Because, and I'm going to yeah. say too, like the reason why they're have to sell players like Sterling and Gabriel Jesus is a player like Grealish that came previously. You know, that was a hundred million of investment and a player that is exactly there and keeping Mahrez, keeping Mahrez is another one that he will get an extension if he stays. So that's why, again, Cole Palmer 30, people. 31 though. And Alvarez, I want to say too, I believe Julian Alvarez will get more than 10 Premier League goals at the end of the next season. I believe yeah. he will be that guy, and that's what he's got to bring. A backup for Holland for those injuries that can occur because a player like Holland playing a ton of games will be Champions League, will be Premier League. The good thing about Holland too, is like no World Cup. No World Cup for right. Erling Holland, just like right. the main man at uh, Liverpool, Salah. So... Yeah. For the two giants, no World Cup is uh, is a positive for them. So yeah, I, I there's a lot of doubts too. But put down below, people, your thoughts on City. Like, is Guardiola messing up? I'd love to know what people are thinking here. And I do believe a left back will come. A left back will come. <laughs> so I hope it's not Cucurella. I want Cucurella to stay at Brighton, man. <laughs> but, I want him. I like hmm. he like he's too much fun at Brighton. But he's too, too much good for Brighton. Brighton. I'd say. Sergio Gomez, bring him to Brighton. You said it in the past. Uh, I love that one. I'd ooh, love Sergio yeah. Gomez. Chaka, it's a risk. La Mazia. I know I get you. But okay, can we transition here? Can we it's La oh, Mazia sure. talk? It's La Mazia talk. So put down below uh, anything we've missed on the Premier League. And now, whoa, 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 we're going to get to Barca talk. And you you know my thoughts on Barca. If you don't, do. go check on FC Wonder Kid YouTube the video about Lewandowski, okay? And yeah, I want to hear your thoughts now, Breton, on the Barca deal. Let's go on it. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm a financial advisor uh, in, during my day job. So mm. I, I'm, paid, I'm paid to look at things in very practical uh, manners. And I just don't see how any of this makes sense. Okay. Um, I, I get it. I, I, I'm a cynic. I, I don't, I'm a negative Nancy. I get it. I get it, I, but, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. I okay. get it, but it doesn't make sense. Exactly. And that's how confusing it is. I am not a Barca hater. I grew up loving Barcelona. I grew up loving the Messi, the Tiki Taka years. Those years are gone. You're not going to be able to resurrect them in the, the same similarity uh, that you had uh, previous to this. What this feels like, though, is, right, and let's. this is what we're referencing. We're referencing Lewandowski's in, 33-year-old, 50 million-plus euros, uh, obviously a Ballon d'Or contender, mm-hmm. uh, obviously knows how to score goals, obviously has won Champions League, won everything under the sun for Bayern Munich. Okay, nobody is uh, rejecting the quality there. Uh, but you're signing them for, like, two years, and it feels three like years, it's three one years, or three years. Three years, okay. Four years. You signed them for two or three years when, three, to be honest, you have Obi- uh, o- uh, Obama Yang. You have 
other pieces that are likely going to have to stay there because you're having more trouble selling people than you are bringing people in, uh, one. And two, the next three years, what? Is it Champions League or bust? Is yes. it to win La Liga? It's is to it, win Champions to, League. Champions inject- League. Okay. Well, no, Bamayang win a Champions that? League. Fords. They will. Barcelona will not win a Champions League in the next three years. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> so Absolutely. It's, it's my opinion. I believe they will not there's win a, a possibility. I believe there's a yeah. possibility. They have to be contenders next season, Breton. You don't reckon Barcelona's contender next season for the Champions League? For the Champions League, no. For the, for La Liga, maybe. Oh. But I still think what? La Liga, maybe. La Liga, yeah. maybe. Oh my yeah. days! Like they're yeah. definitely going to be contenders for La Liga. And you're, spending the, 50, you're spending fifty million on Lewandowski when you need fifty million for a flipping center back. Well, you they're going to get back. Conde. They're going to get Conde. They're going to get Conde. What money? They're going to already spent You said that money. in the past. You said in the last podcast that they didn't have money. Rafinha signed. Lewandowski signed. You're saying that again. Conde's going to be signed. What's next? I believe fullbacks is an, an issue, yes. But it's yeah. for contention of the Champions League. They have a core, building it's core. It's a grasp for relevancy. It's a grasp to the past. If I was Xavi, I'd say slow this roll, please. Slow what? it down. So I, make me a team that Balance I can't build, can't win the Champions League. What 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 I, I like what 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 do you mean? I try, I'm trying to understand like on the Barca front, what you because what? you're you're cherry picking all the best of Usmani Dembele. You're cherry picking uh, all the best of Lewandowski's what, automatically going to go into La Liga top and sister. destroy everybody. Top sister in La Liga with Xavi, Usmani Dembele, yeah. the top in assists in La Liga. Injured, he was also injured half the season, but he, he was might top. not even be there for the Champions League final. But like, if, if he, he is, they make it there. But if he is the right. top in assists in La Liga for the money that he brings, that is already good enough, I'd say. And you're still and for, talking about bringing, spending eighty million euros on Bernardo Silva. Only like, if De Jong, only if De Jong leaves. Only if De Jong leaves. They already spent the De Jong money. Well, I say only if De Jong leaves, Bernard Silva comes in. That's that. That's like legitimately only if De Jong leaves. That can't happen okay, if De Jong. Because at even salary wise. Well, I yeah. feel like De Jong leaves too because the excuse is salary-wise, salary-wise. But it's because Xavi has a plan, Breton. And I be, I'll be honest with you. What's I the get, plan? I get, well, the plan is to surround Pedri, Gavi with the best players in the world and Ronaldo Rouge. Like Lewandowski is the consistency. Le- best goal scorer last season for Barca scored 13 goals. Lewandowski every season scores more than 40 and in the league he scored in one league in one league well he scores like for five seasons straight he scored more than 40 goals every season so for Barca that's what we will bring and he will lead by example okay players like these they need someone and Pedri wants to be in the discussion with the best midfielders in the world and I do think that will be something what? that will happen next season Breton. I feel like it yeah. won't be taboo anymore to compare Pedri with the best the best midfielders in the world, yeah, okay? You're, you're because talking about you're talking about stuff that would would be happening anyway regardless of No, it wouldn't ha- No, it wouldn't happen with Lewandowski because Pedri would. wouldn't go far in the Champions League without Lewandowski. That's why it wouldn't happen. Obama no. Yang doesn't give the guarantees that Lewandowski does. That's a fact. What? 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 You you don't know that for sure. What? So- Obama Yang 
You don't know that for sure. You're literally just cutting and pasting one guy that that was fed by Thomas Mueller, fed oh by Joshua God. Kimmich for, for 10 years, nine years at Bayern, and you're automatically putting him in La Liga and saying, because he's done that before, he will automatically do it again. What's Xavi? That's style of but, play. It's immaculate for a player like Lewandowski at the nine. It fits who's your back, so... Who's your, back, who's your back line for Barca? Okay, who's the back line? If they get Conde, well, Ter Stegen? No, 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 no. They're not getting Conde if they're getting Bernardo Silva. What? Okay, so Bretton, you're going so wrong on all this. Because Bernard well, Silva only happens if De Jong leaves. Conde will happen. Conde will happen you're, regardless of De Jong going or staying. That's going to be the case. That's going to... With, so, with my So... In two weeks or in a week's time, we'll have this conversation again. And just like Rafinha, that's going to happen. And yeah, it's. Uh, I don't want to say like, like you you got your thoughts, I see. You've got your thoughts, I see. So. You're, becoming, you're becoming a Barca fanboy and that's okay. Barca fanboy? You're becoming a Barca I'm hater, trying, clearly. I'm not a Barca hater just because I don't understand how they're balancing their books, period. But saying okay? a player if like Lewandowski, necessary, man, necessary. He's, he's not necessary. He is not necessary. Necessary for what? To win he's the Champions necessary. League. Like They're not going to win the Champions League with Lewandowski. Cut it. I'll bet it. I'll bet it right now. They will not win the, uh, with Lewandowski. They will not win the Champions League. I will bet you money right now. Oh, my days. So, yeah, bet with the world, I'd say, because, yeah, that's 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 it. Like, I believe there's a possibility I think, I think with Xavi. And I'd say this, too. And I'd say this, too, Breton. How long would Xavi mm -hmm. stay at Barca without people judging him? It would be three years. So it's a bet of Xavi and Lewandowski, okay? It comes so in twos. Like, Lewandowski so is trusting Xavi. He's of, leaving so Bayern Munich. So instead of improving the long-term health of Barcelona, he wouldn't wait. This is all. This is all a grasp to maintain the relevancy no. that was developed by Messi, that was developed by Xavi, that was developed by Iniesta. We have to go back and say we cannot stoop any lower than those particular standards. So it's Champions League or bust, no matter what it costs. What? Yes, Laporta has saved them before. I get it. Laporta has saved them before. Everyone thinks he's going to do it again. He will. This reeks. This reeks of reaching for relevancy that they could get and do so in a much healthier manner. But then again, nobody's asking either you or I they will. what's going on. Oh, they Barcelona. will ask you questions, Bretton, because this, Barcelona, this is what it feels like for me. Because Barcelona, like Barcelona, I don't know how you go from being a poor club to being a rich club just Wait, like Barca. that. Re regardless of selling. Regardless of mortgaging your future, selling 49.9% of your media company, selling literally everything that you that that was only made because of Tiki Taka and the 10 years you had with Messi, Chabi, Iniesta, hey, Busquets, Barca uh, has a past. Villa. Hey. Of course Barca has a past. Hey. But no past, no past as financially um hey. rewarding for them as Messi. And that bunch, that was that core, but that was infallible. Anyone. I mean, that's they were anyone phenomenal. in the world, Bretton. That's a that's a phenom, true. But like, hey, but hey, I, on Barca fans, man, do not worry. Okay, there is hope on all this. And but, again, but here's the thing. it's a. Okay. I am a Barca fan. Here's the thing. What? I'm a Barca fan. No, you cannot I'm, say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Barca no, fan. Building God. from within. Building from within, like you used to. Right? Building from within for the most part like you used to. Okay, yes. You you paid quite a bit for Neymar. You Pedri. paid whatever. How, how much is a Pedri? It's a hundred million, like Chuameni. That is right, the... Right. That, you can sell off your and, and, the, and the Barca future, 
the problem of all this was not getting all these players that they're getting now. The price tags are reasonable. The reason the player that isn't reasonable is getting a Coutinho. Okay, Coutinho for me was the beginning of the problems. Dembele, I'm not gonna say it's a problem. Thank You're God Xavi, thank God Xavi appeared because Dembele is gonna be worth the 100 million in the next two years. And I'm dying to see that, Bretton, because you're gonna love it if you're understand. a Barca fan. Because that's if, gonna if that's gonna love, happen. That's gonna happen. Love, you're gonna if you love Coutinho in his prime. Coutinho da. No, Coutinho da. Coutinho was the problem. Mistake. Stop. Stop. Mistake. Stop. Stop one second. Stop talking for one second. Mistake. Okay? If you, Coutinho, mistake. it's a mistake because it's 2020 vision. You're what? looking at things in the rearview mirror. You Coutinho didn't know was that. A mistake then. for Barca. Coutinho was a mistake for Barca. But listen to this. Even back then. I'm not saying he wasn't. 2020 vision is very easy to say that. When they bought him and they spent the money on him, okay, he was at prime for Liverpool. There is no doubt about that. A ton of There's no him. doubt about that. Right now, I'm not hating on anybody. You're literally putting words in the I'm mouth. hating on what the Coutinho. Right group. now, you're automatically saying that Rafinha for 65, 75 million euros is already a shoe in when he couldn't even keep Leeds out of a relegation scrap. Couldn't even. Right? He was the reason why Leeds stayed in the Premier League. And He's you can see Jesse reason. Marsh. You can reason. see what Jesse Marsh said. Okay, you can see about that. And he said Alex, that Chelsea, Alex, Chelsea Alex, spent Alex, more. You're, you're, literally, you're literally saying t with 2020 vision that yes, Coutinho was a What's mistake. A huge Coutinho problem. in the moment... Coutinho in the moment was not a mistake. It was. You're now saying that Rafinha is an automatic success when you haven't even seen him play in a Barca shirt just yet in and a competitive game. And I'll completely... So, like, what, I'm tape, right now, on tape, what I'm you saying can right see. now is Coutinho was a two times the player Rafinha was when he was signed for, yes, a problemsome sum, a worrisome be. sum back in the day, but you're already stating that Lewandowski and Rafinha was exactly what Xavi needs. Now, yes. you have to sign players. I get it. But when it comes down to it, what I'm saying is there's a lot of revisionist history here going on. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of 2020 vision because time has already passed. Hating yes, on it. it's uniform. Hating on what? I haven't hated on anything. But uniformly, everybody agrees now that Coutinho was a mistake. They did well, not agree then. And they back in the day, and, and you, we have the Coutinho tape. Look at Griezmann, 120 million. Did you think that was yeah. the right move at the time? Uh, Did you think? I for sure no, no, I, didn't I, think that I, I was didn't. the right move at the time. There's no so, way you thought that about Coutinho. There's what? no way you thought what? that about Coutinho. 100% thought that about Coutinho because the moment that that happened, afterwards we saw Liverpool getting Van Dijk and Alisson. And well, come it has on. nothing to do with what they spent it on. It has nothing to do with what they spent it on. No, no, no. What but I'm what I meant was, is Jurgen Klopp we're talking here. Like, to buy on. Philippe Coutinho Bartumil. in his prime, in his prime for that problem. amount of money makes more sense than Manchester City spending as much money as he did to buy a middling, uh, you know, one of the best players, the best player for Aston Villa, but to buy Grealish, right? So, yes, things were different back then, but I, I'm not, I'm literally just going back to when Coutinho was signed. They signed him at the peak price. They shouldn't have signed him. It's like buying Bitcoin at 65,000 bucks. Okay. I, you think everybody's out there saying this is a great, 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 great thing. Mm -hmm. And then boom, now it's at 18,000 and nobody really wants it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I have a feeling two or three of these signings or one or two of these signings of Barca aren't going to pan out the way you think it's going to. And it might lead to more problems but, down the way. But, but hey, of if who? They of still who? Have two or three to signings too. So who? Like in terms of like from Lewandowski, Rafinha, 
Dembele renewal, you feel like one of them will go wrongly. Absolutely. He's going to be injured again. (laughs) Done. Love it. So I completely disagree with that. And we will see Dembele getting even more assists than he got last season with Lewandowski instead of Aubameyang. But put down below, people, your thoughts about all this Barca talk, okay? That we we can see it's two two ends of the talk. And yes, do you agree with more on Breton's side or you agree more on my side with Barca? Put down below your thoughts about it. And yeah, you you mentioned yeah. Real Madrid and you mm-hmm. love the business about Real. And true, Real is doing what they got to do to stay on top and to be much more of a difficult rivalry that Lewandowski and Benzema will be next season. Getting Chouameni, Rudiger, and yeah, Vinicius Jr. I just want to say again, 22 years old now, another year's pass, and I'm dying to see how is he going to be next season too. Are we going to see straight off the bat that world-class player that is ready for the World Club? Yeah. So I want to see that with Vinicius Right, right. Mm-hmm. Is this season a flash in the pan? That mm-hmm. is that what I want to know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it all down to whether or not Benz? I do have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you think, you know, with um, with yes. Lewandowski coming in, do you think that he automatically takes over as the best striker in La Liga? Fucked. Or is Lewandowski is the best striker in La Liga now. Lewandowski. 100 percent now that now that's just disrespect it is it, well we'll see so well next season i am i, I actually say 100 percent 100 percent yeah okay. well, well i I'm, right. I'm really curious to see what's gonna happen man and benzema well you you so you, you don't believe Lewandowski? You, no i believe i believe in literally the guy that's been doing it for the last five six years in la liga i would take him any day of the week over Lewandowski in a barca shirt until Lewandowski shows me otherwise i know that seems uh, like a cop-out but everything else is just simply saying that it all translates right um so we'll we'll see we will see. Obviously, we'll get answers to all of these questions. Um, but when it comes down to it, we're pretty confident that it's a Real Madrid-Barcelona race for La Liga title mm-hmm. again. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Same percent. Okay. Same percent. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, but that, that, like on Real Madrid, I still feel like they have to get another left back too. Or like mm-hmm. more options on the, the defensive side too. So yeah, I'm curious to see on that end. But yeah, it's, it's more of a stay on top thing with Real Madrid and it's Modric another year too like but there's guarantees on that end because yeah the World Cup does put the players on a high level of focus and they want to be ready so I feel like for the older bunch like Modric, Tiago Silva too at Chelsea I feel like they'll be more ready in December even Pep too like so yeah it's uh, a it's a good thing it is it is hard to do what Real Madrid is going to have to do, which is everybody's got a target on their back. Why? Champions League winners, La Liga Mm -hmm. winners. Um, Highly unlikely that last season, which was not dominant in Mm -hmm. any way, shape, or form, uh, happens again. So some of the fortunate things that came out of that, like, you know, uh, Rodrigo scoring two goals in the last (laughs) two minutes of a Champions League game, those probably won't happen again. Uh, so it's going to be all about whether or not they, they actually have the composition team-wise. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I haven't seen a move made aside from Shuamani, um mm. up top. They need depth. They really do need depth, um, mm-hmm. you know, on on the wings up top um, because I I don't know. I don't no. know. So I have just – I have questions about Rodrigo. What uh, Rodrigo, mm-hmm. goodness. Real Madrid. No. Um, same way I have questions about Barcelona. What I don't like is the bull and bull and china shop approach to the transfer market of Barcelona because I'd rather seen Bar- Barcelona be a viable entity 
for 10 years time you like instead Doga. of them you like instead Doga. of them oh of course i like pablo so Torre. And they're gonna get they'll get they'll get molero they'll get molero in the future too and i'll like him even more Perfect. assuming they play him but when it comes down to it i'd rather not go from this literally not even 12 months ago they were basically saying they're the poorest club they can't Chavi. do this they're gonna do this they're gonna do that and now Chavi. we're, we're uh, spending money like drunken sailors um, and, and it'll be interesting, you know, and now there's Spotify camp new. Now the biggest you know, difference all sorts of things you don't want like to Barca. 12 months ago, you had Ronald Koeman that if he was the coach, I would all, I guarantee you Lewandowski wouldn't be going to Barcelona. And now you got a Xavi that has an identity, has a plan, has a style of play that a player like Pedri Gavi will be on top with the best in the world. And that's why a player well, like Lewandowski will, will definitely want to be there. So, yeah. Well, there's our there's our segue because you mm -hmm. mentioned Ronald Koeman and, and we yes. might as well go, be, you know, mm -hmm. Ronald Koeman's Dutch. Yeah. We might as well go <laughs> to a league, yes. a league we don't normally spend time on. And I got to say, mm -hmm. Ajax is flush with money. Fuck. Um, <laughs> so, so the question is, is what are they doing with mm. it uh, after letting Lissandro go, letting Holler go. I mean, you're talking about 90 million euros between the two. I got easily. <laughs> true. Right? True. Um, and so what are they doing? What well, are they doing out there? First things first is like they when they get Martinez out, they got to put their chips on Jurian Timber. Now Jurian Timber, like it's another reason why he's got to stay another season at Ajax. And I already see the news. I got the name here. Calvin Bassi, okay, that – yeah. convinced everyone for Rangers in that final. He was unbelievable, okay? Everybody was saying that he was the best thing that happened to Rangers in that final. And Calvin Bassi, in my opinion, going to Ajax, very interesting move for the club, but it's a great replacement for Lisandro Martinez. So I yeah. feel like that will be a start. And another player, it's Brian Broby. Okay, 20 million. I know they released him for free and now they're buying him back for 20 million. But it, you regret some things in life and Ajax did with Brian Broby and clearly they must think he's a world-class potential striker. And in this market, that is a big asset in today's market, a striker that scores goals, okay? And he's a youngster. And the blast player, I gotta talk on Ajax. Is Shiki Shikonsesao okay going to Ajax for five million? That I gotta say, I totally understand the move for Shikonsesao. You can't hate on this player going to Ajax. He was receiving two thousand a month at Porto. He's gonna get a million a year now at Ajax, and he will be given like the star. Like, that he can be, not because of his father, that a lot of comments would come, okay? Shiku sure. has talent. Francisco Cesar has talent. And that's why Ajax is taking the risk. And for $5 million, what an amazing risk you can do for I that. What, uh, one of the best dribblers in Liga Noja already, okay? Shiku Cesar. So, yeah, I, 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 I love just, it. Just sh shocked that that clause was in his contract that allowed him to leave for that Almost little, on purpose, right? Um, yeah, almost on purpose. It's funny. I think his dad had him on minimum wage. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but but I'll tell you what. I mean, the, the Calvin Bassey move. Mm -hmm. Okay, he also has versatility. He can play left back. Uh, he can play center back. Yes. Um, it is amazing to me. He was a former Leicester City Academy player that really didn't get his chances there. Um, decided to hop uh, up to Scotland, up to Glasgow. Rangers was still in amidst their. Um, mm -hmm. Their, their the kind rebuild. of renaissance, mm -hmm. if you will, their rebuild. 
uh, won a title with them. Uh, Calvin Bassey has proven to be a massively important piece, just like Joe Aribo, who mm-hmm. just also made the move to Southampton. So it is great to see that Ajax is going in there and they're dipping in and they're spending a lot of money to land Bassey. <laughs> I mean, Fuck. $22 million up front. Are you ready for this? $22 million up front. <laughs> With the add-ons of five to maybe bring it up to twenty-seven, right. that is not—that is not just the most expensive defensive signing in IX history. Mm. It is the most expensive defensive signing in IX history by a lot. Okay, um, it's like the most, even with inflation, uh, <laughs> more than Daily Blind, who signed for Manchester United uh, okay. four years ago. It's more than Edson Alvarez. It's more, uh, three times more. Then Lisandro Martinez signing from Defensa y Justicia, I guess, mm-hmm. in Argentina. Um, so there is going to be a whole lot of expectation for Bassi. And it's just kind of like mm-hmm. when I when I think about it, and this is not a negative play, but when I think about it again from the practical light, it's like, does Ajax really need to spend 22 million euros on a Calvin Bassi when you probably could get somebody that's just as effective for 7 million? Well, maybe they couldn't find him. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, a a player like Lisandro Martinez, like it's. uh, But I agree with you. Like uh, there's doubts with that, and yeah, maybe having a Botman. (laughs) But I feel like too, it's giving guarantees. (laughs) Like there's a doubt too for Ajax. It's a new coach. Like Eric Ten Hag is gone, and Alfred Schroeder, which he won at Club Bruges. Okay, he can give guarantees Mm -hmm. at Ajax, but there's still a doubt, and they want to bring. What's best for for the for the manager? And to be fair, Gravenberch is out. Lisandro Martinez is out. Masrui for free. Uh, Haller is out. Uh, Broby, he has to sign him. Come on, he can't be out. So keep Timber, keep Anthony. Give the best team you can for this new manager. And yeah, I feel like Bassi is more of a um, more of a here you go. We really believe you type thing, you know. So I feel like that must have been. Something that the manager may have asked to. So I'm curious to see what will IX bring on the table. Because yes, Gravenberch had one year contract left. But they're signing the center back for more than for what they sold Gravenberch. So it's a big investment. So I agree. You could have probably gotten Chris Richards. I'm a Mm -hmm. little biased here. But you could have gotten him for maybe half the price of Calvin Bassey. And who knows? Maybe they still do. Uh, because they've got more money than they know what to do with. And there's, <laughs> you know, only so many youth academy fields you can add to the youth academy there. And um, in this talk, like, so. we mentioned Francisco Cessão, and I want to put that out there that Fabio Vieira, Vitinha, Francisco Cessão, they're all going, uh, yeah. okay? A ton of money for Porto. But Olival, it's always good to see. Olival traz muito talento. And uh, but now Porto is bringing in David Carmo, okay? That... For me, is a signing of 20 million that Porto know. In a year's time, they'll sell him for 50 or 60 million. Because I'll be honest with you, Breton. At Braga, yeah. he already shows sign to play in a Premier League. He already shows sign to play in a top club. It's just because he's at Braga. Just like Ricardo Horta already could play in the Premier in the Premier League. So yeah. going to Porto is just moving as a guarantee for a tall left-footed centre back that will play for Portugal too. So. David Carmo people. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I, um, I'm, mm. I'm sad, obviously, to see all of these amazing mm-hmm. Porto prospects uh, leave for yes. much, 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 I guess, greener pastures for 77 and a half million euros collectively or 80 plus if you count Chico. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
you know, obviously there's going to need to be some replenishment there. Yeah. Um, and there's two others that I, I don't know if you mentioned, but mm. I know that Diogo, Diogo Leche, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Leche? he's kind of poor form. Um, I know he wasn't, right, I know he wasn't part of the future really for Porto, but I am really surprised at where he went. Mm. He went to one of the best Bundesliga defenses mm. out there, right? Oh, he went to Union Union Berlin. Oh, he's um, he, on mm-hmm. on loan, and I think he's. I think you're going to find him. He's going to fit in really well there because they're defense first, mm-hmm. right? They are defense first, and he, you might you might get a Diogo Lete that is a much better version of himself in a year's time if he gets a playing time. Because I know when PSV sent Timo Bomgartel. On mm-hmm. loan to Union Berlin, he was before he got an injury near the end of last year. Mm-hmm. He was a much better player um, by the end of the year with Union Berlin. So I, I think you should actually—he's only twenty-three, right? I think you should watch mm-hmm. him. Um, maybe he improves a lot. Uh, but has has anyone checked on Jao Mario to see if you know maybe he's already cleared out his locker? Because no. I'm a little worried for him. <laughs> he's gonna stay. I feel like yeah, Porto okay. needs him at fullback because yeah, he went from winger to fullback, which. That was a big up yeah. on him. And I got to say, too, like on Porto, just so I don't forget, Shiku leaves for $5 million, but there's a lot already a ton of reports that Gabriel Veron is going to Porto, mm. okay? Ford from Palmeiras. Mm. And I got to say, that is a bold signing. And when he comes to Primera Liga, he will immediately want, be one of the best players in Primera Liga. People will be very surprised with him. And I might say, just like Enzo goes to Benfica, mm. People will be saying Gabriel Veron went to Porto because he is one of the best talents in Brasileiro and at Palmeiras. He's not the best at Palmeiras because, yeah, you got no, Hendrik. No. That's, we, but he's already well, definitely at, the, at, at playing at senior level. He's one of the best. So, yeah. Well, there was, a, there was another addition to Porto mm. uh, to the Olival setup. Um, uh, you probably saw this. And I think mm-hmm. it was agreed earlier, but it was just confirmed. And he's there. He's in a Porto B shirt. Mm. Um, but uh, we have to say that Luis Diaz's brother, Jesus Diaz, 18-year-old <laughs> yes. winger, has joined the setup. Um, I don't think he has the same promise as Luis, but we obviously wish him all the best. And I'm, <laughs> it's it's a name I'm going to be watching because, man, Love would it. that be one hell of a story <laughs> if Luis Diaz's brother becomes a superstar at Porto just like his brother Fuck. before him. Fuck. Um, and and just staying in Primera Liga, I just want to put the last shout of Primera Liga on my end, like Trincão. Trincão went to Sporting, okay? So that's an extra 10 million for Barca. But there's like a hell of a buyback clause there of like 20 million. So if Trincão shows that he's uh, he's playing really well at Sporting, you never know. So, But I believe for Ruben Amorim, Sarabia goes. Trincão is an excellent replacement for me. Not at the same level, but he can be that guy okay so there's still those doubts in my opinion with that so yeah i wanted to shout out that transfer because it's a great one yeah well uh i mean Mm -hmm. i'll 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 tell you what there are still a bunch of question marks that are out there though i Mm. mean there we we still haven't gotten confirmation Mm -hmm. on moves yet for yori tielemen um and these (laughs) are these are all contract dates that are up in summer of next year. Mm-hmm. You got Yori Tielemen, you've got Renato Sanchez, you've got Sasha Kolajdik, the big <laughs> six foot seven guy that missed a lot of his uh a lot of his season last year due to injury, but has shown glimmers of uh excitement. You've got mm-hmm. Hussem Awar yeah, from Lyon that true. has not found a, a he was 
definitely rumored to be on his way out. And I could actually see him going to Leicester City if Tielemann goes to mm. Arsenal. Um, Conrad Lamer, Conrad Lamer, who we're oh, pretty Bayern. sure is probably going to go to Bayern, right? Yeah. Yep. And That's then the big one. This is the big one if he <laughs> if he's healthy. Rayon Sherkey um, is oh. getting to a kind of a, a seminal moment uh, for his career moving forward. And um, I, I don't know what hit what this season means everything to him, right? And but his extent, his uh, yeah, his contract and Kakare, yeah, mm-hmm. his contract is up, I believe, next summer. So uh, these are these are some names that I don't know, man. We got to see something happening if if people want to. They don't want to. Well, they don't want any of these players to walk on free. True. So, and if we see Mukoko, what's happening on that end? We see Real Madrid is reportedly wanting to pay fifteen million, but Dortmund yeah. have to convince them signing the extension. So yeah, that is a headache that they don't want to get into. So. Yes. Sign the extensions early. No, I'm joking. I, I, Shirky, <laughs> Shirky must have his doubts, man, on Leon. Because, yeah, Leon, maybe he wants to go to another place in Liga. And I want to shout out here on the podcast. Last thing on my end is PSG. I got to talk yeah. on PSG because, like, they signed the player that we thought went to Newcastle, Ugu Ekitike. Yeah. Okay, the teenager that scored the most league goals, okay? And that, for me, is a sign that they are betting for the future. And Luis Kempsch clearly doing business, getting Vitinha and Ekitike. My only doubt for PSG is, why don't you use Kalimuendo, okay? I see I see a ton of news, like, they're going to sell him for $25 million? Come on again, once again. There's a shortage of strikers. Just give a chance to someone at PSG Academy. Like, literally, Ekitike and Kalimuendo, I see they got... Like, potential-wise, it's the same. So, it's debatable who's better. And, yeah, it could be... You could have that headache. It would be a nice headache to have. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Cali Muendo's... Sorry, sorry. He scored 14 goals. League league on goals, Cali Muendo. So, it's like, yeah, crazy. And and he's done it. He's done it for two seasons now, Cali Muendo. So, there's like a a little more of a... um, a, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, an actual experience when it comes down to it to being effective in League One uh, versus Ekatike, who, who broke out for Stad Rim. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think he had, what, nine goals, 10 goals, and 15, 16 starts for that. Yep. So you're talking about a really, really, really tiny sample size, True. which is why PSG probably went for the loan with the potential to buy uh, <laughs> in the future. But yes. yeah, I'm with you. Callum Moendo deserved a shot at PSG. I'm not sure why mm-hmm. with the new... With the new regime that's coming in, I would have expected maybe then to look at him a little bit longer before they went to land Ekatike. But I guess that's how many people, how many sharks were <laughs> swimming around Ekatike. True. Um, True. But it's a, it's, it's certainly a good shout. I mean, the other shout you mentioned this last week in League One, mm. uh, maybe it was two weeks ago. You mentioned that Bayern is sniffing around ah, Matisse, yes. Matisse Hell, and there's <laughs> there's like a little more like starting to ramp up. But it just doesn't seem right to me that Bayern would spend 25, 30 million euros well, mm-hmm. on an unproven player as ridiculously promising as Matisse Tell is. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it did get me doing was I, I went down the rabbit hole of Stade Rene. Mm. Uh, and my gosh, <laughs> they are so laden with youth talent mm-hmm. that uh, it, it is just so impressive to me. Um, how they continue to replenish uh, because every one of these guys, yeah, Doku, you've got uh, Sulemana, you've got Matisse Tell, you've got Ablin up top, you've got Trefer, uh, the left back, you've got um, Ugo Chukwu um, in the midfield. 
um, yeah, Balokian, I don't know if that's how you say his last name, in defense, mm-hmm. you've got these phenomenal talents that, that are going to be plucked sure. from Ren. Um, and mm-hmm. Matisse Tell is just this, is scraping the surface of that youth academy. <laughs> and it just brings me back to nostalgia of watching Usmane Dembele in a mm. Stade René shirt before you know he embarked on his uh, hopscotch of a career so far that hopefully, uh, hey, hopefully it, it ends with him dropping 25 assists this season in La Liga, man. I will eat crow. I want him healthy. But Stade René, dude. But I love it's, it. It's what you said, like, with Matisse Tell. Like, if he goes mm-hmm. to, just like Dembele did, he went to Dortmund, but he'll stay in the Bundesliga. And development-wise, Bayern is underrated. We see that with Musiala. A player like Davis, MLS, now in the Bundesliga with, with the world's best. With Matisse Tell... I do. I I agree with you, Bretton. It's a risk, but I feel like it's a calculated one. And reportedly, they've rejected 22 million Statren already for Matistel, and they have to 30 million is the the new bid that is reportedly said. So 30 million is a big investment for a striker. And the player that I just want to shout out here at the end on me is Kane to Bayern Munich. I legit believe, not this season. This season, he's completely untouchable. But summer of 2023, I wouldn't be surprised if Harry Kane tried to push a move to Bayern Munich, which he would win <laughs> all the titles that everybody's hating. Where's your trophies? Where are your trophies? He would get more than, more than enough trophies at Bayern. So, yeah, and they yeah. need a striker afterwards. So, yeah, I yeah. feel like they'll change tactics. 3-5-2. Nagelsmann, I feel like they're going to play with three centre-backs, Bayern Munich, and they will try at least to get the extension with Gnabry and Sadio Mane. Mm -hmm. I believe they will try to line up a couple of games with Gnabry and Sadio Mane, the two up forwards in a 3-5-2. I feel like that will be the case. Yeah. That's going to be tough to play against. Um, True. But wow. Uh, Well, you know, there were some other things uh, moving Mm -hmm. into just general news here. Yes. Um, I am just, uh, I, I gotta say it. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not excited that Mesut Ozil has moved on from Fenner and already signed for Basak Sahir. <laughs> but I am excited because you know what it means. Yes. <laughs> Arda Guler time. Yes. It's Arda Guler time. Really? I, at least I hope. At least I hope it does. And I really, I really hope that he is given. It might be too early, but that's okay for me. William, I hope he's man. given the key. She went yeah. to Fenerbahce, man. And I'm telling you, that's the bodyguard of Arda Guler in the pitch, man. William Arau, nobody will touch Arda Guler, man. They will get a hit from William straight away. And Lincoln, watch this player from mm-hmm. Santa Clara that went to Fenerbahce too. Very oh, underrated. Yeah, very. Yeah. George Zuz. George Zuz. I, I'm Fenerbahce next season, okay? I'm going to okay. say it out there. I love the wonder kid Arda Guler. He was adoro Jota Jota. So I am Fenerbahce. And I like William yeah. Arau. Flamenguista, nah, guy. So, yeah, I like get that. this man. Get this man a jersey. Get this man a jersey. Uh, I, I, hey, I, hey, maybe we have to co-opt a, the Turkish team this year. Uh, unfortunately, we're gonna fight over Fenerbahce because Arda Guler is our favorite. But mm. there's there's a bunch of Turkish uh, wonder kids, uh, obviously, to watch. And you know what? The, the most mm-hmm. puzzling signing that Fener has made. Who who? They brought in Emery Moore. Ooh, yeah, true. He went bold. They went bold with the bold guy. Like, <laughs> like, what? Fuck. Like, what? You know? Uh, but, and Demir yeah. went um, to Barca, too. The, the Turkish youngster. 
Like that yeah, is something you know? that I was like, what? Didn't you get another yep. Demir a couple of seasons ago? That didn't work well with Happy Vien. <laughs> so nah, but this was different. I believe this one he's got he's got promise too. For Galatasaray. That was a miss for Galatasaray, which we'll end up saying. Seferovic is going to Galatasaray. So yeah. They're they're helping out Benfica. <laughs> he'll score loads he'll score loads oh, in the yeah. super league that's oh, yeah. for damn sure Fucked. um Fucked. yeah well it, it just so uh, there's another mm-hmm. player you got to watch in the turkish super league though because he went mm-hmm. on loan last season i forget the team he went on loan to mm-hmm. but he scored like 12 goals and nine starts 10 starts something like that and okay. he he was on loan from a belgian club i believe it was standard liege uh, over there, and uh, I believe he's Besit. Bas- oh no, here we go again. Besitas, Besitas. Ah, Besitas. Can we do it? Besitas, Besitas. Uh, it's his name is Come Jackson Muleka. Come to Besitas. Jackson Muleka. Oh, Jackson Muleka. Okay. He is going to be. I believe he's their new man up top, um, and he is going to score a lot of goals in Super League uh, because he did so last season when he was on loan. I just want to make sure that I'm, I got the right team here. Is it Besiktas? <laughs> well, I got to say, like, while you're looking, like, Besiktas, I have memories of Besiktas. I remember Besiktas. being a kid watching Quaresma yeah. just ripping everyone at Besiktas. And we would, people in Portugal would watch Besiktas because they would yeah. know Quaresma would be putting on a show. That Tatrivela, the show he would put, magnifico, okay? Quaresma, yeah. the streets will never forget. I will for sure never yeah. forget watching him at Porto, man. I, I, I fell in love with that player. Like, to, to be honest, it's because of Quaresma that I ever even had any interest <laughs> in the Turkish the Turkish Super League. Oh. The only reason I ever checked in, because for some reason, his highlights would wind up on ESPN Sports Center what? back in the day. What? Right? I love they, it. Were, they, were that, they were that big. And you're talking about ESPN Sports Center where like hey, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal makes makes a free throw and they got to have that as the number one play of the day, right? What? But they would have they would have Quaresma uh, on there and maybe it's just the one show I watched that they had because no. he scored a ridiculous goal. But he was wearing a Besiktas shirt and I remember just being like, man. yeah, that's oh, cool. The, and, it was uh, so cool to watch, man. And days, he was a player that bad decision he went to Barca at the wrong time that they changed uh, manager and from there on out he went down the drain he would go to Barca to Lisbon every weekend on, the, on his car so that's what happened man so people put down below your thoughts about episode 64 a ton to talk about put down below in the comments your thoughts on the Barca on the Premier League transfers on Bayern Munich everything anything that you have your thoughts put down below and yes if you're listening until now do not forget to subscribe to FC Wonder Kid on YouTube so you we know that you guys go bold so thank you for listening until now community and thank you for going bold people